all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Right now at Safeway, save on all your personal care favorites during the Buy 3, Save 3 dollar sale. During the Buy 3, Save 3 dollar sale at Safeway, buy three of your favorite personal care items like Dove Shampoo, Dove Antiperspirant Deodorant, Dove Men's Body Wash, Tresemme Hairspray, or Axe Shower Gel, and save $3. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. It's gonna pack a powerful punch. It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like a little five-hour energy. It's gonna pack a powerful punch in that little, that little container. Amen. Let's do it. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. My mind is renewed and my spirit is prepared to receive the word which produces faith. And faith pleases God. I'm not just a hearer of the word. I'm a doer of the word. This word has given me life. Shout that thing. I am. Hallelujah. Amen. Remain standing if you would. Flip to Proverbs 26 and 2. Proverbs 26 and 2. Again, we welcome those watching at all of our campuses. We're excited that you're in this experience with us tonight. Proverbs 26 and 2. Amen. You look on with your neighbor tonight. I understand uh, we've got some technical things, so you won't be able to look on the screen, but look on with your neighbor. Proverbs 26.2. Amen. <laughs> Proverbs 26.2. You got it? This is New King James I'm reading. Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, oh, a curse without a cause shall not alight. Let me translate it into modern English for you. Like a bird, sure enough, going to fly. You can rest assured no curse will come to you unless you cause it. That's modern English. One more place. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 11. So you need to understand that. Satan doesn't have the ability to curse you. A witch doesn't have the ability to curse you. A warlock and root workers don't, yeah, I don't care how many times you've been to New Orleans. They don't have the ability to curse you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They, they don't have the ability to do that. That's outside of the realm of possibility for them. Go to Deuteronomy 11 and uh, go start at verse 25. You got it? Verse 25. We're going to read through 28. No man shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will put put the dread of you and the fear of you upon all the land where you tread, just as he said to you. That's something. I don't know why y'all are shouting. He says, no man shall be able to stand against you. Which means you may be telling me no, but that's just because you didn't get the memo. You got to tell me yes. You may be saying it's not possible, but that just means you didn't get the memo. Because the book said no man shall be able to stand against me. Which means you can talk about me if you want to. You can run me down if you want to. Whatever you want to do. But the book says nobody can stand against me. But now, 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 now there's some conditions. The Lord your God will put the dread of you and the fear of you upon all the land. That's just, <laughs> he said, people are going to fear you. And, and, and they want really to understand why they have a problem with you. Okay, that's too much. For 26. Behold, watch this though, watch the caveat. I set before you today a blessing, say a blessing, and a curse, say a curse. The blessing, he tells you what you got to do to get it. So now that whole nobody being able to stand against you and fear all that, that's, the, that's part of the blessing. But he says, only if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today. And the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known. 
Father, I decrease that you might increase. I pray now that you would speak clearly. Taylor, make this word for us, your people, tonight, that we'd understand uh, the profundity of your greatness, God. We'd understand that you're so powerful that you have the ability to come out of the heavens and speak to us right here on earth. We thank you for that. We thank you that once your word goes forth, there'll be no question as to how we are to reverse every curse that operates in our lives. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Somebody shout hallelujah. As you give it to take your seats at all our campuses, high five two or three people and say, let's learn to reverse the curse, reverse the curse, reverse the curse, reverse the curse. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. I, 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 everything with God is choices. Say choices. Uh, John 10.10, 10, the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that you might have life, which means life is a choice. Say it's a choice. You can be sick. Healing is a choice. You can be broke. Prosperity is a choice. Your family can be broken. A good family is a choice. Wholeness or the blessing is not left up to chance. Jesus, every time he walked up to somebody, it perplexes me because they had an ability to know that he was God in the flesh. He was Emmanuel. He was God on earth. They had the ability to know that. But even though they were getting ready to have a meeting with God, I'm not talking about some celestial meeting where he's invisible. I'm talking about God in the flesh and blood. Even though they were getting ready to have a meeting with him, he'd always ask them, do you really want that? say to them do you want to be made whole do you do you want this and, and that question perplexes me because i cannot understand why he would ask the question well obviously the answer is yes what jesus was saying is listen just like i said in deuteronomy the blessing and the curse are a choice and you may run your mouth saying you want the blessing but it's your lifestyle and your actions saying you want to be cursed y'all ain't saying nothing to me he said you may act like you want what i've got but are, 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 are you serious about that touch your neighbor say are you serious you, you met people that say, let me go ahead and deal with me. Let me deal with me. You know, I, 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 I got these goals. I got P90X. I got all of these goals with my P90X package. And I'm like on P90, 385 or something. It's supposed to be 90 days. I'm gonna Now, watch this. Now, you can sit up and say, I want, I want to be in shape. I want to have a six-pack. I want to do all that. You can say all that. But do your eating habits echo that? Come on, y'all got to say something to me tonight. You can say that, that you want friends, but everybody you meet, you're mean to, you're nasty, you're cantankerous, you're a gossiper, nobody wants to be around you because they know whatever they say to you, you're going to repeat to somebody else. So you say you want friends, but your actions don't say that. Okay, I can understand. All right, you're going to have to be on run, stand back in today. All right. Well, an announcement, you read it, this brought to you on behalf of Jesus Christ International Ministries. You're not going to wake up one morning and things just be better. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if one morning we just woke up and said, Woo! All my problems are solved. I got all the money I need. I got all the joy I need. But that's not how it works. The Bible and the kingdom of God and Christianity is not Publishers Clearinghouse. It's not what they call Mega Millions. Or what, what is it? Mega Ball. What is it? Powerball. It's not Powerball. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's not going to get better by chance. It gets better by choice. Say choice. Now watch this. God has set before us options. He, he says the blessing and the curse. Now, now the blessing and the curse are interchangeable with the words good and evil. Now anytime in scripture you see blessings or curses, the, watch this because the blessing is a singular thing. Either you got it or you do not. The curse is a singular thing. Either you have it or you don't. So anytime we say blessings, we mean the manifestation of the blessing. So people say, I just got this new house. What a blessing. No, it is a result of the blessing. Somebody will say, I just got this new job. What a blessing. No, it's a result of the blessing. To the contrary, the same thing. Oh, man, that happened. What a curse. No, that's a result of the curse. Got it? The blessing of the curse is a what? Singular thing. Are you still with me? Now, watch this. The curse, I'm going to give that to you first, and I've, I've taught some of this before, is an empowerment to fail. It, it is not some pen stuck in a little figurine 
and some lady that wears a head wraps her home with tarot cards on her dining room table. No, no, no. A curse is an empowerment to fail, never succeed, to be incomplete and lacking always. That's a curse. That's the curse. That's powerful. It's an empowerment to fail. Isn't that something? You can be empowered to fail. So you can say, man, I work so hard, it just seems like it never works for me. Maybe there's an empowerment working. But by the time I get through tonight, I said by the time this word gets through being ministered tonight, whatever you were empowered to do contrary to the blessing, that's going to be over. Half of somebody said that's going to be over in my life. Over, 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 over. So now then the blessing is the exact opposite. It's an empowerment to prosper. Now, listen to me. Prosper, don't get caught up in money, 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 money. Prosperity means to be whole. What good is millions of dollars if you have nobody to share it with? Now, people say money doesn't buy you happiness. That's true, but it sure don't make you sad either. Now, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> being broke may make you sad, but it is. So don't demonize money. It is not money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. Got it? Psalm 37, 23. God delights in the prosperity of his servants. Okay, so you got to get your mind around that, that God wants you to do well. John 15 says, by this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. Not just the fruit of the Spirit, but so that when people look at you, they look at your life and say, wow, there must be a God. I'm going to serve the God that they serve because look at how things are working in their life. So you, the Bible says that we're supposed to provoke people to jealousy. Romans says we're supposed to provoke the Jew to jealousy over the covenant we get with God. Which means my life ought to be so awesome that when people look at me, they can't say, oh, wow, how good. They get jealous. You know you're walking in the blessing when you're just being you know, on you, but people get jealous. Of, and you're thinking to yourself, man. This is your Bible now. So the, uh, so the blessing is an empowerment to prosper, to do well, and to be made whole. To be made whole. That, that's the blessing. Got it? So wholeness means I am not running from relationship to relationship trying to find wholeness. I am whole. Which means when I find my spouse, a whole person meets a whole person, so we become a new whole person. See, if it's a half of you and three-eighths of them, when you get married, you're not going to have nothing but a bad experiment on your hands because an incomplete person can't complete another person. And that's why people will be married for years and then all of a sudden get a divorce. Why? Because you were never whole when you married them in the first place. You were hoping they'd bring you joy. You were hoping they'd bring you peace. You were hoping that they would make you enjoy your life. Baby, if you can't enjoy life by yourself, getting somebody with you ain't going to do nothing. Are you still with me? Now, watch this. The blessing and the curse cannot exist at the same place at the same time. Okay? So, I, I can't at... at 11 a.m., I can't be both blessed and cursed. It's a paradox. Can't exist. Either the blessing's working or the curse is working. Watch this. At 11.01, both of them can't be working at the same time. So I want you to see something. Be because, because the blessing has to be chosen and spoken. And we'll look at that in a moment. Be because, see, because some of you are saying, well, Bishop, it seems like that, though, that the blessing and curse are at the same place. Cause, 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 because I feel some days with good things are good, and the blessing's working, and then sometimes I just feel cursed. No, 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 no. You're in a different moment. And you let the curse talk you into that. Because both of them can't exist at the same time in the same place. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, now watch this, watch this, watch this. We choose the blessing or the curse on a day-by-day day and decision-by-decision decision basis. Which means in the morning, I can make a decision that brings the blessing. But by that afternoon, I let somebody get under my skin, and I've made a choice that now has activated the curse. So I started the day blessed, got to the end of the day, and now I'm walking in the curse. Are you seeing this? 
Now, 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 I want you to watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The difference, now, remember I told you it's got to be chosen what? Day by day, decision by decision. Now, watch this. The difference between good decisions and bad decisions is knowledge. Hosea 4, 6 says this. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. God then goes on to say, I will reject you for being priests for me because you've forgotten the law of your God. I'll forget your kids. So now watch this. The way a person rejects knowledge. Most people don't understand even when they're rejecting knowledge. You ever had somebody that's been where you've been, uh, uh, gone through what you've gone through, and, and where you're trying to go, they've been. And they're sitting there trying to tell you, listen to me. Don't do it like that. Do it like this. And somebody said, I'm not doing that. I'm grown. I'm going to do it my way. That's rejecting knowledge. Okay? So, so, so I reject knowledge by not applying what I've been taught or availing myself to it. See, if, if you've been to harvest for any service, you cannot say you don't know because you weren't taught. See, because the Bible says, well, to you who teach, because you got to give an account. So that's why I can't get up and give you some false, flaky, high carbohydrate, low protein gospel. Because once that energy wears off, you're going to need something to sustain. Once the shouting wears off, you're going to need something I can use on Monday morning. So I got to give an account. So I got to give you the truth, regardless of who likes it, because I want you to walk in the blessing. Are you still here? Now, 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 now. I can reject knowledge by not availing myself to it or not applying what I've been taught. So if you are the kind of person where you got 45 books of church notes that you never go back through, you are rejecting knowledge. If you're the person that comes to church, you never get the CD, you, you never write anything down, you just figure you're just going to soak it all up in your spirit. You're rejecting knowledge. Because when you need it, it won't be there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, watch this. I learned to make good decisions, which will give me the blessing through receiving the word. The word of God. I use the word to build my life. Yeah, I cannot use any other moral compass to build my life. It is like trying to use a Phillips screw head on a flathead screw. Now. Those of you that are not too sure what that means. The Phillips has got the little heads on the end. The flathead, you can use a butter knife for. You, you know the flathead because you don't even go get the screwdriver. You go and get the butter knife. Come on, somebody. You know. That's how I found it. <laughs> got it? You, you, you cannot use a Phillips on a flathead. Now, depending on the size of the Phillips, you might be able to use the flathead on the foot, but it ain't meant for that. So if I abnormally use it, I'm abusing it. So, so many times we're using people's opinions to build our lives rather than the word. So it's not fitting. It's not working. And it may work for them, but that's only the devil making me think that that's what's going on because it's got to be the word. Somebody say the word. Now, 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 now watch this. So, so real practically there to be very pragmatic about it. You, you got to get the CDs. You, you got to listen. S some people are sitting up. I just want the Lord. You know, Lord, would you just have Bishop to just call me out in service? Now, yeah, I'm going to make you raise your hand. When I was on the other side of ministry, I used to say that to myself. Man, if they'll just call me up. I said, Lord, I just, just let them call me up. You never let them call me up. <laughs> Why? Because God said, I already got a word for you. In his own CD. You're looking for something new. I need you to do something with what I already said. See, I can't be so, I, I, I have such a desire for God to say something new to me, but I haven't even done what he's already said. How many people have said, Lord, would you just show me? Lord, would you just show me? And God said to them saying, don't go to that. I didn't spent the last three years trying to tell you. That's like you're trying to get to level two, but you haven't successfully passed and mastered level one. So God says, we go from faith to faith, glory to glory, but I can't take you to the next level of glory. I can't take you to the next level of faith until you successfully pass and mastered where you're at. Amen. 
So stop looking, oh Lord, just give me something new, give me something fresh. No! Because it's going to rot because you don't know how to even eat it. Okay, watch this, watch this. Now, while you're born again and redeemed from the curse, say I'm redeemed from the curse. Scripture says in Galatians, he says he has become a curse, redeeming us from the curse of the law. He's redeemed us from the curse. But now watch this. He said, Bishop, if I'm redeemed, then how is it that the curse could still be working? Because while you may be redeemed, you can still live and act like you're not. Let me give you an example. Write this word down. F-E-R-A-L. Feral. You heard that word? All right. A feral child is a child that is raised amongst wolves and dogs. Stay with me. It's what you're trying to say. I'm not calling you a wolf or a dog. A feral is raised amongst wolves and dogs. So much so that when it grows up and matures, it believes it is what it was raised around. So even though it's a human being, it does not use words to communicate. See, I call it an it, not a, not a they, because they don't have the revelation that they are they. They think they're an it. Even though it's a human being, many of them that have severe cases, they won't speak, they will bark. A human being with hands and feet and a mouth to talk, but because they were raised in an environment of dogs. I'm going to help somebody. They act like that. I, 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 I need to plow right here because I need to help somebody. Just because it's the way you were raised, if it's not according to the word of God, you're going to have to let that stuff go. I don't care if it was church, church folk culture. If it ain't the word, you're going to have to say, I got to let that go because that's thorough teaching. You want me to be a dog. Even though it's a human being, it acts like a dog. That's something. Watch this. That, that's why a lot of Christians are. They're redeemed from the curse, but they act cursed. Redeemed from poverty, but they act broke. Redeemed from dysfunctional relationships, but they seem to always sign up for the dysfunctional relationships. You know the problem? I was talking to a pastor today. Talking to a pastor today, and and uh, they come from a movement that says you're always working to earn your 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 standing with God. You're always working to be holy. You're working to be righteous, and 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 but that's not the text. See, the the text says He has given me His righteousness as a free gift. Now, why why says now? Because I'm righteous, I live righteously. I don't live righteously to become righteous. Because I'm blessed, I live blessed. I'm not faking until I'm making it. I am it, so I be it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Ladies, holler at me. Okay, watch this, watch this, watch this. You're women, okay? You know what that means? You're women. <laughs> Now watch this. You, now women, now just go with the generalization, okay? Don't send me no emails and all this. I'm trying to prove a point. Save all of the sister girl stuff. I don't, okay, watch this. Watch this. Women, most women, many women like high heels, like skirts. They like blouses and purses and coach and Gucci and Prada and Louis Vuitton, I mean Louis Vuitton. What's this? When you wake up in the morning, you don't say to yourself, be a woman. <laughs> if you do, then after church, we got some prayer partners that <laughs> we'll help you out. Don't worry about it. We'll get you straight. You don't do that. You know what you do? You wake up and you be what you are. Now, well, let's just suppose, though, how do you know you're a woman? Well, somebody told you, well, what if they're wrong? What if we've been lied to forever? What if a woman is really a man, a man's really a woman? No, I'm just saying, you know why you know that? Because somebody told you that and you believed it. 
So why then when God tells you you're blessed, you don't believe what he says? Why then when God says you're not cursed, you don't believe that? You, you know what? Let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you how. See, because uh, uh, our mission is to lead the world to Christ to bring him. What's the first thing? Identity. See, because see, preachers argue with me about this, but they can't argue with the text. They can't argue with the word. Uh, see, a lot of preachers spend time dealing with sin. You need to stop this, stop that, stop that, quit smoking. And the people stop it for a little while. And then they get right back over there. Because I can't cut an apple off an apple tree and not expect it to reproduce apples. That's why Jesus said, if you want to fix the whole thing, you're going to have to fix the tree. But Bishop, what's your point? Bishop, what's your point? If you're taught who you are, it will change what you do. Let me tell you how, how, how unbiblical a lot of what happens in the body of Christ is. And I'm not being critical. I don't have anything in mind. I don't have anyone in mind. I'm just trying to prove a point. Do I walk? Have you ever walked up? Have you ever watched a, a farm show? Where they walk up to a cow and the farmer says, give me that anointing oil. And they get that oil. And they lay hands on the cow. S unclean spirit of chicken. Come out of this cow. Come out. We rebuke you, you unclean spirit. Come out of him. You ever seen that? No. You ever seen a farmer go up to a chicken and say to the chicken, this chicken acting strange. We're going to have to get the devil out of this chicken. Get the oil, honey. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Lord, we just come to you asking to take this unclean spirit out of this chicken. Oh, Lord, and Lord, if you don't mind, please do it now. Hey, Lord, do it now. I knew about this one like to. Okay, so watch this. Watch this. Do you see that? No. You know why? Because the chicken knows who it is and who it is. So you know what it does? It doesn't have to be prayed to cluck. It just clucks. A cow doesn't have to be prayed for to move. It just moves. Are you getting this? So Bishop, what does all this mean? As I'm teaching you tonight, you, you, you don't have to pray, Lord, please bless me. He's done that. You just need to walk like you're blessed. I wish somebody would get the simplicity of the message. I don't have to pray, Lord, favor me. I'm favored. I just need to walk like I'm favored. I don't need another hand laying line. I am blessed. I Be seated. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So to reverse any curse operating, because remember, if it's operating, it's only because you didn't have the knowledge to know what it was. You understand that? You are blessed. Say that. Now, if you're born again, and you're not born again, we're going to get you there. All right, now, watch this. Uh, flip over to 2 Corinthians 13, 5. I got three minutes. 1 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 13, 5. I apologize, brother. 13, 5. So, to reverse any curse operating, I have to do a self-evaluation. Got it? Uh, it's interesting to know the word evil comes from the Hebrew word raw. None of the definitions have anything to do with the devil. Get your mind off the devil. Stop all this devil talk. Oh, the devil. Shh. Stop it. You know what I'm doing. Stop that. Oh, the devil. He ain't doing nothing. So just get him off your mind. If we told most Christians, don't talk about the devil, they wouldn't have nothing to talk about. That's all they know is the devil. The devil is, the devil is, the devil is, the devil that. Ooh, the devil. Ooh, the, ooh, the devil. He don't even have like that. I got a series coming up in October. We're going to tell you the truth about the devil. He ain't anything like what you've been taught he is. Amen. Scripture says you're going to look at him when you get up there and be like, that's him? I've been talking all these years about him? Isaiah 14. Now, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, you got it? says, examine and test, watch this, and evaluate who? Your own self. To 
to see whether you are holding to your faith and showing the what? Proper fruits of it. Test and prove yourselves. Not God. Not time, but Lord, if you're really real. No, he's not on trial here. You are. Are you getting this? A lot of times we go through stuff and we put God on trial. Lord, if you really love me. No, he will not be played, pimped, prostituted, and manipulated so that you can play him like you learn how to play other folks. You know how folks do, baby, if you really love me, you'll do this. If you really love me, you're going to miss church. Well, then I hate you then because I, I'm, you go straight to hell because I'm going to church. Hate does not mean people got a bad understanding. Hate just means a strong aversion to. That's all it means. Don't get all worked up about it. Do not, do you not yourselves realize and know, I'm reading from Amplified, thoroughly by an ever-increasing experience that Jesus Christ is in you. Unless you are, Amplified says, counterfeits. Disapproved, on trial, and rejected. So, so here's what I got to do. If there's an area of my life where I'm never succeeding, there's an empowerment to, come on. What else? I just gave you a definition of a curse. Come on here. Never succeed, always lacking. You got it? If there's an area of my life where that's happening, the book tells me more than likely I've made a choice there that I may not even have been conscious about. Did you know you can make choices without actually knowing you made a choice? Y'all remember Ghostbusters? Y'all remember, y'all, y'all remember when, y'all remember when uh, with, the, with the, I think it was number one, and the marshmallow man came, and 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 the, and Gozer said, "Choose your something." Yeah, I remember. Get it on your Roku. I got it on my Roku. <laughs> and our uh, Netflix. And so and so and so the 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 thing said, "Choose choose choose your adversary," or something like that. Choose who's going who choose who you gonna fight. Basically, they did a Jesus on you. Deuteronomy eleven twenty six. Choose this day. <laughs> and remember, nobody said anything. But one of them thought it. And then she said, you've made your choice. They said, no, nobody said anything. And he said, but I thought it. As a man thinks in his heart, his mind, so is he. Which means I could have made a choice, but not even realizing I made one. Because my thoughts chose for me. This is too much. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So say, Lord. Help me to examine myself truthfully. Because here's what we'll do with ourselves. Well, that's not that bad. Everybody got issues. Right. But how long do you want to be part of the everybody? I'm just saying, how long do you want to be part of the world? You know, everybody's going to do something. How long do you want to be part of the everybody? I like to be the somebody. So, 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 so watch this. Watch this. There, there are three, three things you got to do. You ready? That's it, just three. When you're making a self-examination. Because see, we gotta, if there's a curse working somewhere, an empowerment to fail, it's never working. It's just like every job you get, something always happens. Then there's a curse working there. And you chose whether you open your mouth or not. Why? How do I know? Because it's chronic. It keeps happening. Almost on autopilot. If something's always going on in the, your friendships, there's a curse working there. Maybe everybody you meet's not crazy. <laughs> Maybe you need to do like Mikey said. Look at the man in the mirror. Maybe every husband you get's not the devil. Maybe the devil has a blue dress on. I don't know. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, so touch your neighbor and say, I'm excited. Because here's the deal. God says, it's your choice. I can't force you to choose the blessing. See, if you're a parent with children, sometimes you'll say to them, just listen, just please do it this way. Just do it. I'm trying to tell you, don't do it. You're just going to mess up. But you can't make them do it. So sometimes you got to stand back and say, listen, boy, I've done all I can do. Now you choose. I can't make you be blessed. If you want to be cursed, I can't make you be blessed. So, first thing I got to do, 
I have to ask myself this question. Because remember, we're doing a self-evaluation. Now, do I make raw decisions? Not R-A-W, R-A. Raw decisions. That's Hebrew for evil. Evil means, this is all evil means. Get all the red pitchfork people out of your mind. The word evil means contrary to. So do I make decisions contrary to where I say I want to be? I'm going to say it again. Do I make decisions contrary to where I say I want to be? I say I want to be debt free. Then I get a package in the mail that makes me make a raw decision because it's contrary to debt freedom. Oh, y'all don't know what the package in the mail is. It's that pre-approved credit card offer. Now, I'm not saying credit cards are evil. I'm just saying if you say you want to be debt-free, you're not going to get there by opening another credit card. Do you understand the point? You understand the correlation? Okay? So if I say I, I, I want to get in shape, <laughs> no, I'm going to stay here for 20 minutes. Lord Jesus. If I say I want to get in shape, but, but, but my actions are not that way. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, I used to, I had a family member that really liked cheese, and I, and I talked about them because they always said cheese. And then some week, a long time ago, I, I, <laughs> last week, I, I <laughs> also I looked at the cheese and I said, you look real good. Okay, I can tell you what I did with it. Y'all are judging me, so I'm not even gonna tell you what I did. I know. <laughs> but do I make raw decisions? Do I make decisions contrary to where I say I want to be? Because if I do, there's a curse working. I hear that. Second thing I gotta do. This is simple now. Simple. But how many people just by 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 your holler, I don't know how many people this is. How many of you want to be blessed? Yeah. How many want to walk in the blessing? How many of you don't want miracles because you'll be in the blessing? Yeah. See, a miracle means there has to be an impossibility. I'd much rather live in the realm of where... See, if I need a miracle all the time, that means I'm going from crisis to crisis. I, I'd much rather just walk in the blessing. Miracles are an indication that there's a crisis somewhere. Okay? Second thing I got to do, I have to ask myself, have I done the will of the Lord? Have I done the will of the Lord? Now, so I hear the next question. Well, Bishop, what is the will of the Lord? There's a wonderful resource in the resource center that will teach you the will of the Lord. The will of the Lord is not subjective to your opinion about it. Because sometimes we'll do enough of the will of the Lord to where we feel comfortable. Got real quiet. Y'all shouting real good about that blessing. <laughs> Hebrews 10. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Hebrews 10.35. I'm about through. Hebrews 10.35. I want you to see this. Hebrews 10.35. Won't you see it? Have I done the will of the Lord? Because if I haven't, expecting the blessing is insanity. It is the equivalent of not paying your Excel energy bill and wondering why you're in the dark. And here's what, here's what Christians will do. I just command these lights to come on in the name of Jesus. They're not. Because what God would have done is he would have allowed you to rob another. So typically, you know, he doesn't always do that. Are you getting quiet in the church? I mean, you can hear everybody flipping their page and everything. I've never heard it this quiet in church. Hebrews 10, 35, you got it? Watch this. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Now, what gives me confidence? The fact that I know I'm in the blessing. See, even when you have stuff go crazy in the middle of a day, I got confidence this is going to get better. How do I know that? Because the blessing's on me. It's in me. It's working for me. It's working through me, which means I'm empowered to do well. I can't do bad. Even when I think I did bad, according to God, he said, you still did good. Why? Because the blessing's on me, man. I thought somebody said the blessing's on me. It's the blessing's in me. I am the blessing, Genesis 12. Look at this. 
Verse 36. For you have need of endurance. Watch it. So that, because watch this, why do you need endurance? Because there's going to be times where you, you're waiting on your life to act like what it is in the spirit. The, the, watch this, you're going to have to sometimes speak things and your life is going to act like we're not doing that at all. And you're going to have to just sit there and say, but listen, I, I can't, I, I'm ready. I can stay here all day. How long you want to play? See, sometimes you're going to speak to mountains and say, be thou removed. And then mountains are going to sit there and look at you and act like, we didn't hear you. And you're going to have to walk up to the mountain and say, you may act like you didn't hear me. But the word of God says, if I'll say unto this mountain, be thou removed, which means you got to move. Now, you can act like you can't hear. You can act like you need one of those little things with the Bluetooth where you can hear me greater. But you heard me. So this is going to be a fight of who is going to last. This isn't even a word, the question of whether or not I'm going to win. It's going to be who can outlast who. And I'm here to let you know I got confidence and I got endurance. So I can stand my and knowing that this too shall pass. Stand my ground. Because you're going to have to listen to me. Why? Because I'm in the blessing and the book told me no man can stand against me. So, look what he says. He says, for you need endurance so that after you've done the will of God. Now, remember, the, the, the whole uh, key to getting the blessing was he said you had to diligently obey, et cetera, et cetera. So, after I've done what the blessing requires, I want to receive the promise of the blessing. Do you, you see that in 36? For a little while, for yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and not tarry. Now, the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. What's this? Have I done the will of the Lord, or am I waiting on him to change the rules? Well, I'm going to say it again. Because sometimes we just act like God's going to change his mind, like he's going to forget what he said. Come on, we've all done it. Come on, look. we all drank the same Kool-Aid. Come on. Do you, you know what you're supposed to do. And you hope, can I, can I give you an example? You, you, you're saying, God, I need help my finances. But God is saying, pay me my tithe. You want me to help you, but you owe me. The tithe belongs to God. The hope, okay, so I'm not trying to touch anybody. I just need you to get my point. I'm trying to help you so that you won't have lack in your finances. Got it? So God says, I, 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 you're gonna need, I'm going to need my tithe. Well, Lord, if you just get me out of this, I'm going to tithe. God says, but that's not the book. The book says, after I've done the will of the Lord, then I can expect the promise. And how many people know, if you've ever been in that particular situation, that when I put my trust in God, <laughs> I may be writing that check saying, Lord, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how I'm going to make it, but I'm going to do what you told me to do. And when I do the will of the Lord before you get home. He, I, I, I can't expect the blessing and I haven't done his will. That's insanity. I, I can't expect, what, watch this. Uh, I, can't, I can't go to the McDonald's, go to the second window and say, I'd like my order, please. Try it. I mean, if you don't believe me, try it tonight. There's one in the, in the close proximity. Skip the menu. Skip the first window. And go to the second. And let your window down. And look out. And say, I'd like my order, please. They're going to say, what order are you talking about? And then here's, here, here's what some of you, because some of you are, 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 very, uh, are, are very savvy. So you're, you're going to say, well, can I just place it here? And you know what the lady at the window is going to tell you? No. Go back around. That's why it feels like you've been going in circles, because God says you keep skipping the process. And so i got to send you back around the building. Amen. So he's going to say, go back around the building. Go back to the place you were supposed to put the order in. Then go pay the price for the order. 
And then I'll have the food ready for you. So I cannot say to God, God, where's the blessing at? If I haven't done his will. Third thing, because this is real quiet. Some altar workers in a minute. <laughs> Last thing. Question is, am I faithful to the Lord? Am I faithful to the Lord? Most people say, yeah, I'm faithful, Bishop, I'm faithful. When I'm faithful to him, he's favorable to me. Say it again. When I'm faithful to him, he's favorable to me. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, look at this. Flip to Leviticus 26, real quick. Leviticus 26, last scripture, I'm through. Y'all all right? Okay, good, because we're going to reverse every curse. Doesn't have a right to be there unless we let it stay. Leviticus 26, you got it? <clears throat> All right, here we go. Leviticus 26, look at verse 3. Look at this. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them. Look at verse 4. What's the first word? Then. Now stop. Verse 3 starts with if. Verse 4 begins with then. An if-then statement simply means the latter part does not apply if the preceding part is not completed. So, if you walk in my statutes, what does that mean, if I'm faithful to it? Because a lot of people read that and say, well, what are all the statutes? What are all the commandments? I gotta give no, God, God's not trying to get perfection out of you. He's trying to get faithfulness out of you. But Bishop, doesn't the Bible say, be ye perfect for your father and heaven is perfect? Right, you should read things in context because you're not rightfully dividing the word of truth. That's incorrect. Amen. Wrong. Amen. We are perfected through love, if you read the thing in context, which means the way I stop doing wrong to others is when I love them. And the way others stop doing wrong to me is when I love them. See, love fixes the sin problem. Because if I love me, I won't violate me. Which means I, I won't get involved with you sexually before we get married because I love me. And since I love me, and I love you. See, people, stop letting folks lie to you, baby. I love you so much. That's why. No, they're lying. They don't love you. First characteristic of love, First Corinthians 13, love is patient. If you love me, wait for me. That's relationship stuff that's totally free. Okay, so let's get back to the text here. Let's get back to the text. If then. So if you keep my commandments, that's he said, okay. If you're faithful to me, say faithful. Now, I need you to get this in your mind because the enemy's going to come in and say, well, you're never going to get the blessing because you ain't getting it right. God knew that. That's what the whole Jesus thing was about. He knew you wouldn't always get it right. So, but the whole answer to the problem is not that I get every little thing right. The answer to the problem is, is that even if I make mistakes, I'm faithful to the man that died for me. Even when I mess up, I'm faithful to him. And see, because most people, they'll make mistakes and stop coming to church. They'll skip out for a little bit. They'll go on a sabbatical. They'll go on a vacation for a little bit. But that's not what you should do. When you make a mistake, the first place you should run is to the house of God. Because if I'm faithful to the man. Watch it, because I'm through. He says, then I will give you rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last till the time of vintage, and the vintage shall last till the time of sowing. Then you shall eat bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. That all sounds wonderful. Look at verse 6. I'll give you peace in the land, and you shall lie down. Because <laughs> Some of y'all can't even sleep because you have no peace. He says, uh, the blessing is going to give you some peace to where you'll be able to lie down, and nobody's going to make you afraid. I'll rid the land of evil beasts, and the sword will not go through your land. You will chase your enemies, and they shall fall before the sword before you. Uh, five of you shall cease a hundred. A hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. The enemies shall fall by the sword before you. For I will look on you, what? Favorably. And make you fruitful, multiply, and confirm my covenant with you. You shall eat the whole harvest and clear out the old because of the new. God, God says this. God says, when you're faithful to me, not perfect, not you get every little thing right. On your walk, you're going to have mistakes. He says, but when you're faithful to me, when I make a mistake, I don't look around seeing who's seeing me. I look up, and I'm faithful to him. When I'm faithful to him, he promises to look favorably upon me. 
Did you hear what I said? And he tells you, let me tell you how good this blessing is going to be. Look at the text again. He says, look at the very last verse. He says, you're going to have so much blessing flowing that you're going to have to throw out the last set of blessings. I just need somebody to get excited about this just to make room for what I'm given. Say the blessed life. The good life. Look at the neighbor and say, that's my life. Everybody standing on your feet tonight. Hallelujah. All right. Did you get something tonight? Amen. All right. Everybody stand to your feet tonight. Now, here's what I want to do. I want to make some confessions real quick. And, and you're gonna, I'm going to deputize you to speak into your neighbor's life. All right? Now, don't be saying nothing except what I say. If they say something extra, you tell them I rebuke it and send it to hell in Jesus' name. All right? Now, lay your hands on them. Lay your hands on them. On it, right here. <laughs> okay, on the shoulder. Okay, now, say neighbor. neighbor. Being a blessed person. I release the blessing. Over and into your life. I declare every curse that has operated in your life has been there illegally. And I come to bring a spiritual eviction notice. The curse has to go right now. And the blessing is over you. It's on you. You are the blessing. Now walk like you're blessed. Talk like you're blessed. You are empowered by God. You are not a failure. You are not a mistake. Your greatest days, you're walking into them now. And if you believe that at every campus, go crazy for Jesus tonight. I said if you believe it. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about key west visit flakeys.com key west close to perfect far from normal